The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Murphy's Auto Care. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957 WHIO. Take it easy. Take it easy. I hope you're taking it easy out there. I'm Jan Murphy along with my husband Dave, and welcome to Auto Talk today. Uh, this is a great new year we're in. We have a lot to talk about today, so welcome to Auto Talk. We love doing the show each and every Saturday at noon, so thanks for joining us. Yeah. Welcome, Dave. Hey, thank you, Jan. A thrill to be here, really. It's a new year, and uh, it's a beautiful one. We're going to get things going, and we, most of all, we want to hear from you. Please give us a call today. This is uh, a talk show, so we'd love to hear from you and chat with you, whether uh, uh, you know you want to talk about buying a car, selling a car, what's wrong with your car, the noises, the lights, whatever's going on, we're here for you. And we're also live on our Facebook streaming feed today, so you can catch us there as well. But uh, welcome to Auto Talk, Jan. Welcome. So you can give us a call today. We are live on WHIO Radio. The number to call in to the show is 937 937- Four five seven twelve ninety. That's four five seven twelve ninety. Welcome to the show today. Or like Dave said, you can catch us on Facebook. We do Facebook Live every chance we get every Saturday at noon as well. We will be taking your questions on Facebook as well. And uh, if if you want to uh, tune into some other shows we've done, you can catch those on our website or on our Facebook page. Either one. And so. Um, Uh, Welcome to the show today. We have a lot to talk about. Lines are open. Again, that number to call. We'd love to hear from you. 457-1290. The lines are open and uh, we'd love to chat with you. That's right. Anywhere in the Miami Valley. That's That's right. right. In the shop this week, we have a lot going on. You know, we always do. I say yep. that. I say that every week. But, right, right. Um, you do. Yeah, because but, we do. But yeah. uh, it's a, it's a new year. It's a it's an interesting show today. And most of all, it's our, our, listeners our listeners help right. us make it interesting as well. And those follow us there as well. Hey, you know, real quick, I just want to stop for a second and tell everybody a little bit about us. If you're new to auto, uh, I should say to Auto Talk Murphy's Auto Care. We're a family-owned automotive service company. We've been in Beaver Creek for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are at 38. 15 Dayton Senior Road. Our phone number that you can call us anytime is 937-426-AUTO. That's 937-426-2886. And as Jan mentioned, you can always catch us on the web at murphysautocare.com. That's where you can schedule your vehicle. You can ask us questions. But uh, just that's just a little background on us. Uh, we, we've been servicing vehicles for, like I said, over 25 years, mm-hmm. thousands of cars and trucks. Uh, and vehicles of all types for for all those years. So we, we want to say thank you. But that's where we are, if we can help you in any way through the week, Monday through Friday. It's hard to believe we've been there 25 years. It seems like just yesterday in so many ways. And we have clients that have been coming in for that amount of time. And I know even before 25 years, Dave worked at that location years ago uh, as a mechanic. And that's where we met. And uh, it's, it's just been so much fun to be in the Beaver Creek community. And our son, uh, Brian Murphy, is there. He is our uh, director of operations now. And so he is really taking a, a large role 
uh, so that Dave and I can uh, step back a little bit and relax. And uh, we really appreciate that. And we've had many team members that have been with us for many years as yep. well. So yep. we have, we have a great blessed. team. We're, we're so thankful for our team and uh, the guys that we get to work with each and every day. We are hiring. Um, we are, you know, because we're growing, we are hiring and growing at Murphy's Auto Care. So if you would like to join our team, you can go online at Murphy's Auto Care and uh, fill out an application. You can stop in and fill out an application. Come in and meet Give us. us a call. Uh, come and meet us. See what we do there. But we have a great facility and we have room to grow for sure to accommodate all of our wonderful, wonderful customers we do and, you know i want to talk real quickly about uh, the, as we're moving into the new year you know uh, the calendar the date changed but some of the things that we were working with and and faced with last year folks are still here and we know that and we just want to reiterate and remind you that we are totally focused on keeping you and your family safe when we service your vehicles uh, we're also focused entirely on keeping our own internal family, our employees safe. And as Jan was just mentioning, we're so blessed to have such a great team, but we're serious about it. And, and we have been that way. We've offered contactless service actually before we ever met, met oh, yeah. the word called COVID. Delivery uh, and pickup. Pickup and delivery. And so we want to remind you of that. If you need your vehicle serviced, whether it's your car, your truck, or even you have a fleet of vehicles, perhaps you're a fleet manager, just give us a call. Reach out. We'll take care of it. All you got to do is we'll talk to you on the phone or we'll Zoom meeting with you. Uh, we'll text you, whatever is the best way to communicate for you. Uh, but you can keep doing what you do and stay safe and healthy. Some of the processes are that when we pick your vehicle up, we're going to clean it first before we get in it. And then our technicians will do their service processes on it. And before we give it back to you, we're going to do the same uh, disinfectant and cleaning process before we give it back to you all the way down to the keys are going to be cleaned before you get those back. Um, we just believe so strongly in keeping everyone healthy, keeping everybody safe. And so far we've been successful. It's been a plan and a protocol we've put in place. It's worked It has, and we're going to stick with it. It has. And we, we don't have any, uh, we, you know, we, we don't have any comfy chairs. Everybody talked about our comfy <laughs> chairs in the lobby and, and those aren't in there right now, but we can um, take you wherever you need to go uh, right. so that we, you're not just sitting there waiting. Uh, we don't have the availability to sit and wait anymore uh, unless you want to, you know, be outside. But um, hopefully we'll get back to that soon. We do. We're and we have everything the, we can. And we have the ability, you know, a lot of people have said, hey, you know, I, I'd like for you to take me home, but I don't, I don't want to ride in a car or a close car with you, no worries, because we have we have a van set up that gives you that separation. And if you need to come in personally and drop your vehicle off, we can mm -hmm. still give you a safe ride home with one of our very friendly drivers that have been with us for years. And they'll get you home, they'll get you home safely, and you can rest confidently that uh, you're safe and everything's good. So I just want to share that as we, as we again, we're just in the first week of the year starting off, got that going. So uh, first impressions, don't you think they're important anywhere you go? I do. You, you were, my first impression of you was really good. Thank goodness. Yeah, you, know, you, fixed, yeah. you fixed a wheel on my car <laughs> and then you asked me out. So that was a great first, must've made a first good impression. Uh, apparently. So, you know, it worked and I'm, I've stuck with that process. So I just got to keep you happy. But first impressions, I wanted to talk about that today yeah. with you because I know you're a very keen, you know, very keyed into whenever you buy a product or you're going to get a service like all consumers are. And so much of that now is done from, your phone or your iPad or your computer, right? We're purchasing everything, staying home. But some things you still have to go take care of, like sometimes your car repair or whatever it is. But that first impression is, I think, is really important. And we work tremendously hard at Murphy's Auto Care, not only for the first impression, but all of them. We want to make certain 
that what you've learned about us, what you've read about us, what you've seen online about us is exactly what you're going to get when you come to see us. And I, I just think that's so, so important um, to know that you can have that confidence. Uh, we've certainly had our, our uh, surprises right in life when we've, we've gone and, and something, you, you go to a place, yeah, our just expectations right. weren't met. There, we, we've had, I think everybody's had an experience where their expectations may be exceeded or their expectations may not have been met. So right, we want right. to do our best to meet your expectations and exceed them when you uh, bring your car in for service or whether we pick it up or whether we just answer the phone and walk you through some things. That's right. You can call us anytime at 426-AUTO. That's 426-2886 in Beaver Creek. And we're happy to take your call, answer your questions. And um, if you don't find what you're... <laughs> <laughs> you can reach me and I will answer you. Absolutely. Dave. Everybody who's ever sent me an email knows that I do yeah. get back to you. I really enjoy it. And it's been really, really a pleasure. But, you know, those first impressions, I, I just can't stress it enough. It's something that's very important to us. So hopefully wherever you're taking your vehicle to be serviced, you're pleasantly surprised every time you're going. So uh, at any rate, keep that in mind. And, um, you know, let's let's move on a little bit here to uh, some of the things, some of the questions we've gotten recently. Uh, one of them was about exhaust systems. We get this asked a lot, you know, people, especially they've been driving cars for 30, 40 years. They remember having to have the exhaust replaced on their car pretty frequently. Well, well, what's changed? Because most vehicles today, you'll drive them 10, 12, 13 years, and, and you'll never have an exhaust system repair uh, in many, many cases. And the difference is just, of course, the materials that they're made out of, that, that all changed primarily for the reduction of weight, which makes the vehicle more fuel efficient in the end. But the, the other side effect is that it lasts longer when it comes to this, the uh, exhaust system. Now, are there times when exhaust systems need to be repaired? Absolutely. And we still do a, a large amount of exhaust repair at Murphy's Auto Care. Uh, one of the most common things we replace are something called flex pipes. And that's the section of pipe that actually does what its name is, which it flexes. It allows the engine to torque. And, you know, it, the engine's moving around a little bit as you place it in first, or I should say in, in drive, or whether you shift back to reverse. And that constant flexing back and forth, there needs to be a, a, a piece of the pipe that can bend. And it's known as a flex pipe or flex section. Well, they go bad and they break. So uh, they can be replaced. They can be repaired. We do that very efficiently. And, um, you know, but the rest of exhaust systems, quite honestly, uh, are, will last at least 10 years on most vehicles for the most part. So it was just a question I'd gotten uh, recently. And, um, you know, people people wonder what's changing on the vehicle. I remember when we uh, when I first went into the shop back when you were a technician there, all of the pipes lined up against the wall. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. I mean, you know, lots and lots of pipes lined up against the wall in a section because you're you were what retrofitting replacing you had to have a well, certain we were, we, pipe for a certain car model we, yeah we did custom you know. bending because you could and it was just with uh cold with mild steel back then but yeah you can't but bend stainless working anymore. with your hands above your head i know you really had some you know iron there <laughs> going too which is again first yeah. impression so there's been some slippage of that iron yeah, as yeah. i've aged but it's okay but that was yeah. first impression all right good 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 so yeah you know, but at any rate, exhaust systems do last much, much longer. Um, you know, if you've got an exhaust system on your vehicle that's leaking, uh, the winter is certainly not the time to uh, ignore that. Uh, because in, in Ohio, if you get stuck and you're stranded in snow, which 
rarely we get that snow, but it can happen. An exhaust system that's leaking can can be very, very dangerous, not to mention you don't want it leaking in your garage or whatever. So, But the exhaust systems can be repaired certainly by us at Murphy's Auto Care anytime and uh, certainly by a lot of other repair shops around the Miami Valley. So you're in good hands. Now, what are, what are some tell, telltale signs of needing an exhaust replaced or repaired? That's a great question. Is it, so, is a consumer going to know? Or you know, actually, there there are there are symptoms of that, and one of the most common ones is that when you first start your vehicle in the morning, you may hear more or less a ticking noise that a lot of people would associate maybe with valve train noise, but actually, many many vehicles get leaks around the exhaust manifolds that then goes away. It subsides because as the manifold warms up, it'll seal and it'll close it off. But, you know, any type of excessive noise that you haven't heard before could be a result of an exhaust leak. Uh, if you notice on, on your garage floor after you've pulled out and after you've started your car that you've got a couple of spots of, of wet, dirty, what looks like water with just dirt in it, that's where the exhaust system may be leaking. But you I mean will like say, dishwater? Yeah, it kind of, kind of looks like dirty dishwater. Some um, people don't know what that looks like. That's true. It just <laughs> depends on how many dishes you've done in your life, right? <laughs> but, you know, don't don't confuse that, though, with the normal condensation that comes out of an exhaust system. So best to do, best thing is if you're concerned that you have a leak in your exhaust system in your vehicle, take it to your mechanic, your local trustworthy service provider that you've always gone to and you have a great relationship with. So um, we are going to have to run to a really quick break, folks. Glad you're with us. Yeah, hard, hard to believe we're in here already. Tyler's giving me the whole wrap it up. Like, okay, so okay. So we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. Stick with us. We have more to come here on WHIO Radio. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to Auto Talk. You're listening live to Dave and Jan every Saturday at noon. We love doing the show today. I think our lines are lighting up. We are going to go right to the phones. Yes, we are. Uh, Tyler, who can you give us first? Uh, maybe Mickey from Beaver Creek. Mickey, are you there? Hello, Mickey. Yeah, that's me. How hey, you Mick, doing? How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing fine. Uh, Good. Uh, you may you may remember I've been out, been in a few times. Uh, oh, absolutely. I, your voice is familiar. I know who you are. Good. Good to uh, hear from you. Yeah. How can we help you today? Well, I'm think, I'm gonna be bringing my uh, five year old uh, Chevy Traverse in for for regular service, and I've started every time I come in for the regular service every five thousand miles or so. Uh, trying to now to change one of the uh, fluid one at a time. You know, okay. I could do them all at once. Uh, right. I did the, did the transmission last time. Okay. And, and got about 80,000 miles. Which one would you suggest next? Well, uh, if we did the transmission, have we done the differentials? Do you know? Uh, no. And, and okay. We haven't done the coolant either. Yeah, I, I, would, I would be focused on the coolant first. And if you can swing doing the differentials at the same time, do that. Um, you know, I realize uh, doing them each at a different oil service interval uh, can help you budget a little better. Um, but I would say the coolant would be first. I would agree with you on that. And then I'd take the differentials and take care of that, um, you know, okay. and then go from there. All right. And then I was thinking maybe what uh, power steering after that and then maybe last brakes. 
Yeah, you know, the brake fluid on it, I know we're obviously we're checking it for you every time we see you. Um, it's just a matter of if we see moisture content rising in it or if we see a higher level of copper content in it. Um, but obviously, you know, we're going to use BG products. That's, of course, one of our great sponsors here. And I know you're familiar. You've, you've had us put BG products in your cars over the years. So, um, but yeah, I, I would say coolant first, then brake, then power steering. And um, I'd say that would be my last one to, to knock off. And then, you know, you'll have to start the cycle back over again in about another, <laughs> about another year or so, a couple of years. So, but uh, okay. you, you, you always are a great, uh, you know, a testament to uh, maintenance. I know you understand it well from your history and your background and your career. And uh, I just always appreciate uh, you coming in and, and, and joining us. And especially when you join us on the show, Mick, we really appreciate it. All right. Well, that's my question. Thank you very much. Hey, Thank you, you. you have a great you have weekend. A great weekend. Take, take care, Mickey. See you. All right. Back in work. a minute. Can't believe it. Another we got to go break. to another break here. Folks, Stick with us. Back. That's right. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to Auto Talk. Thanks for hanging in there today. Well, you're listening to Dave and Jan live on WHIO every Saturday at noon. We're also on Facebook Live. You can join us there as well. I think we're going to jump to the phones. Uh, we're taking your calls today. 457-1290 is the number to call. And we are going to go out to Todd. Todd, are you there with us? I am there, Jan and Dave. This is Todd. I host the uh, Evening Edge on WHIO. How are you? Hello, oh, Todd. Hi, Todd. How, you doing? How you doing? Yeah. We're doing well. I listen to you all the time. Oh well, thank you so much. I appreciate Great it. Show. Actually, thank you. I have a. Uh, I actually have a car question. Okay. It's okay. Not just a, it's just not a call of selfless promotion. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> so I like so, you. <laughs> so I've got a. <laughs> I've got a 2015 Kia Forte Five, and all last summer, and even probably the previous year. I would have intermittent operation of my back windows. Sometimes they would go down. Sometimes they wouldn't. Um, and it and it wasn't that little uh, child protection button that <laughs> that wasn't yeah. pushed in. So, so for the longest time, I didn't have any use of my back windows. I couldn't open them. And then earlier in the fall, one day I just accidentally hit the wrong button to put down the window, and I put down the back left window, and it worked fine. But the back right window didn't work. So I thought, okay, well, that's weird. And then about a month ago, I checked all four windows and they all went down. So what, what would cause intermittent uh, operations with the window? I, I don't understand how it would work and then not work. And then, heck, I, right. I'm not in my car at the moment. I'm in my wife's car, but I would bet there's a good chance that it wouldn't work now. <laughs> so I don't, it's not been making any sense to me. I feel like I'm being punked. Well, uh, it's, it's not uncommon. Uh, you said it's a 2015. Uh, my yeah. first question is, have you ever spilled anything on the master switch on, on the driver's side, like a, you know, a soda or anything like that? Not that I recall. I mean, I bought okay. the car used, so I guess it's certainly possible that somebody – may have done that previously, but, uh, I've never okay. done that. So it's, it's a con it can be a combination of things, but usually it's just going to boil down to one bad connection. Uh, and the main connector for that 
the switch if, if you, i assume that's on the driver's door correct or is it in the yeah, center yes okay yeah, it's on the driver's door yeah okay so on the driver's door the main control for that if the panel were to be removed and then the switch taken out um and then you know unplugged it may just be a matter of, of some very slight almost not visible corrosion in that connector pack um it could actually be oddly enough it could be two failing window regulators which that's the motor and the regulator in each one of those doors it's i wouldn't rule it out but i wouldn't jump to that conclusion so the first thing that we would do and the way to test it is we would use an oscilloscope and we would watch the um, controllers uh, or and we would also use a scan tool and command it when we're looking at it you know or any other shop or pcm controlled there could also be, uh, you know, a signal breakdown on something called the CAN bus, uh, which is a controlled area. You're familiar with that, I think, um, at least in, in your world. But it, it's an electronic glitch. Uh, it could be a simple repair, but it's going to take a little bit of testing, maybe an hour right. or two of testing to get to the bottom of it. I thought maybe it was a loose wire and I hit a pothole. Well, it just kind of knocked it loose, and uh, and then I hit another pothole, and it reconnected or something. I, it's just odd to me how it would be intermittent, you know. And yeah, it I is. Thought, <laughs> I, I thought maybe like sometimes in the winter, I, I you know when it's really really cold or it's snowed, you know sometimes the windows will will freeze. And I've also heard that those motors inside the doors can also freeze and may not you know, open right away, but eventually they do, but this, it just never opened. So now it's open. I'm afraid to open it because then I'm, uh, I'm concerned that I won't be able to put it back up. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and we get those calls all the time. Yeah. It's we've had, I got to tell you, you'll laugh about this over the years. We've had happen more than, more than I can count. Whenever we would bring a customer's car into the bay. Well, one of our safety processes is we bring it into the bay and we roll the driver's window down so that we can get in and out of the car or, you know, so that someone can converse with us like that's guiding us in. I can't tell you how many times we roll the window down and you hear it go thunk and it falls in, you know, and they knew the window didn't work. They just they didn't, didn't bother telling tell us. Yeah. Oh, man. And then we got to go, hey, I don't know how this happened, but but uh, yeah, that fear of not having them go back up is a big deal, especially when you have no confidence that it'll go down or up, obviously. But it's most likely a poor connection. It is absolutely can be diagnosed, uh, you know, and then you can rule it. And, and it may just be like you're saying, you're calling it a loose wire. Wires aren't necessarily connected, you know, with screws and nuts and bolts anymore. They're all right. put into a connector, but they do get loose in the connector. Yeah, and vibration and can cause absolutely. That. So and, and vibration, spot on. but you're right. Vibration can cause it to reconnect too. And one other thing that we've seen happen, and this is kind of uh, you know on older vehicles though, is that the wiring harness where it would go through the door, like in the jam when you open the door, right there, that bundle of wires because you open the driver's door most of the time, like you know fifty times more than the rest of the cotton doors, the wires will snap inside the bundle. So it's to your point, it's a loose wire. We haven't seen that so much in more modern vehicles, especially something that's only five years old, but it's a possibility still. So, right. um, you know, those, it, it's, it's a bad connection. You're right. It's a bad connection. The, the needle in the haystack is, where is it? And that's what's, you know, when you have to turn it over to somebody that can check it out and find it. Right. But well, until well, you get it in, just keep driving your wife's car. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. Work. yeah, let me know that'll how that work. goes for you. Until it warms up a little. One, one last thing, and I just, I just want to mention this. Uh, the other night I was driving home after doing the show, 
and I hit a giant pothole on 35. And then after that, all I could hear in my car, it was just constant rattling, 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 rattling for days and days and days. And I was like, oh, no, I've done something. I broke something. I've got to take it to the shop. And I just couldn't figure it out. And then I finally figured it out. It was a bottle of Purell in my change box that was rattling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thankfully, that's all it was, was a bottle of Purell. Right, right, right. Save yourself a big diagnostic fee for that. That, That's that's right. That's right. right. Uh, Sir, it's. $200, $200, uh, and we found out it was a bottle of Purell. So, exactly. Yeah, or an old you know, right, whatever well, can or something. Thank so, you so much for the info. I appreciate hey, it. Thank Have you. A, thanks for calling us. Call. And we're going to call you Have one of these nights and check up on you. Please do. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can help you with uh, your auto issues. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I got, you know, sometimes I just got to talk to somebody. Yep. You know, it's just the yep. way it is. Right. Well, thanks, Todd. Have a great weekend, Todd. See you. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. That was a really good question. You know, yeah, because question. it happens to people. It's like it doesn't make sense. It happens and then it's fine. It happens and then it's fine. And then, you know, at what point do you start worrying about it? Well, again, in winter, you don't want your winter to go down and not come up. No, you don't. And, you like know. you said, we, we've had experience over the years that happens all the time where people say, oh, don't put the window down. Right. Well, okay. well <clears throat> I actually, and as we've been talking, I, I do recall, I did, I did mention to him that, you know, window regulators are, are also commonly, they fail. The regulator is the assembly that has the, the control piece, the motor and everything all built into it anymore. It didn't used to be that way. But actually on, on Kias, we, we've seen a high failure rate of those. It just, you know, you don't want to throw the idea out there that, that it's both of them because they're expensive in the whole process. But I have to say, a lot of vehicles that we're seeing anymore, and, I, and I'll tell you right now, the worst ones I've seen are Jeeps. Um, they have junk regulators in them. They just do. And it's, it's really a shame. So uh, speaking of parts, we use parts from KOI. That's our, our wholesale parts supplier that we've used for years. And um, they do our, their very best to bring us the highest quality professional level parts. Uh, so, uh, you know, if, you, if you're in that business, check out KOI. But most of all, thanks to KOI for sponsoring Auto Talk right here each and every Saturday. While I'm at it, I mentioned BG earlier when we were talking to Mick about uh, fluid exchanges. We've used BG products for years at Murphy's Auto Care. We use them, uh, quite honestly, because it, we know we can deliver dependability and peace of mind to our customers. And, and that's really what we are supposed to be doing is to uh, keep your car running for you dependably. But thanks to BG Automotive Products. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn more about BG Automotive Products, simple. Go to bgprod.com and you can find someone close to you, if it's not us, that, that also uh, provides their products. Mm-hmm. But thank you to BG. You know. Uh, also, I, I always uh, kind of make these guys last. I'm not making them last. I want to talk about the Goodwill Auto Auction because what better thing to do with your old jalopy car or even a car you just don't need anymore as we move into the new year is to consider donating it to the Goodwill Auto Auction. And that donation goes to help thousands of people in the Miami Valley each and every day of the of the week. But uh, if you're not familiar, uh, check out the Goodwill Auto Auction. You can go to goodwilldaytonauto.com. You can easily donate your car, your truck, your motorcycle, your ATV, your or boat. Or you can bid on one at the auto You could auction. buy one. That's live. Add to your collection. It, it, that goes on constantly. And uh, so you can pick up a car there, which also the proceeds help benefit people right in the Miami Valley. Yeah. Uh, or if you can give them a call at 228-AUTO, that's 228 228- 
2886. They handle everything for you. They'll come pick up a car. Uh, they'll tow it. If it's not running, they will do all the paperwork for you. And then it, you can be rest assured that that is going to help the Dayton community. So we Absolutely. want to thank the Goodwill Auto and that's what, You know, that's what's cool about living in Dayton in the yeah. Miami Valley. I, I, you know, there's a lot of great places to live around the country, but this community really helps each other. And, and that's why we and, have made it home all of our lives. Super important. So it's a great place to live. So thank you to the Goodwill Auto Auction. Also, speaking of home and families, Mike's Car Wash. Mike's Car Wash also is a longtime sponsor of Auto Talk. We want to thank them for all they bring to us, to the community. Also, all of the uh, fundraising they do. But hey, if you want your car wash and you want it really clean, especially this time of year, get your undercarriage washed. Go to Mike's Car Wash. Get the ultimate or get oh, the works. Yeah. Or be a regular. Be a regular. Get in there. You know, it is so simple to go to Mike's Car Wash. You don't even have to stop in line. They have the express line now. You can go online. You can purchase a month or a quarter or a whole year of car washes. They send you the sticker. You put it on your window. You just zip right through. You get whatever wash you want. And it's easy. I mean, I, I'm I'm up there hanging out, and I see people washing this, their cars well, and every day. It's coming the, through every day. The best thing is they're open from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So right. I mean, that's just that just pretty much covers it all. It sure and, does. It um, sure you does. can get your car washed anytime, and it's fast, it's convenient, and their people are super friendly. Let me tell you. Absolutely, they are. Yeah. So, you know, we 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 say this because we utilize them. We've been friends with the Mike's Car Wash family for years uh, because it, it's. It, they're like us. It's just it's just a good place to hang out, a good place you can count on the service. You good know it's going to happen. So good people. So, hey, we still are live here on Auto Talk today, having a good time with all of our friends on the Facebook uh, streaming feed. And uh, we hope you join us there. But most of all, if you got a question out there about your car, uh, how to service it, what's going on, uh, give us a call right now at 457-1290. We would love to hear from you. You know, earlier you mentioned galvanized brake pads uh, when we were on a commercial break. So let's uh, talk about that with our listeners for a minute. Galvanized steel. Gal that's right. So brake pads. Uh, brake pads have been on vehicles since disc brakes started back in the late 60s. And uh, at any rate, a lot of, lot of evolution in brake pads. And uh, one of the big things that recently has been a lot of manufacturers are moving to a galvanized steel backing plate. And for those of you that have put brake pads on cars, you know that the, the brake pad is the puck material, the friction that's, that is more or less uh, adhered or com compressed to the steel backing plate. Well, the steel backing plate, a lot of times, since it's the foundation, is what will cause a brake pad to fail prematurely because cold rolled steel that many of them are made out of, especially your, your economy type brake pads, they fail sooner because that cold rolled steel rusts just naturally. And we live in the rust belt, it's gonna happen. So uh, there's a lot of tricks and tips people use. They spray you know, products on them, they put grease on them, they do all kinds of crazy stuff. You're just better off to go for a high quality galvanized pad based product anymore because that component will not fail as easily and when what happens when the pad backing rusts the brake pad material actually falls off and it comes off of the pad so or it comes off and you're going to lose braking uh in a bad way it's going to be a big big issue so we see it happen we see a lot of rotor damage from that from just 
you know, overextended, poor quality brake pads being used. Yeah. One of the things we do is um, we, we get that car in. We take a good look at everything, even if you're just coming in for an oil change. We do a complete vehicle inspection. It's digital. We take pictures. We give you those pictures so that you know what to expect the next time. So uh, just don't be afraid to ask questions when you take your car in for service. That's the time people should be checking these things. We're going to go to another quick break. And Stay we're with coming us. back with more. Coming back right with here. more Thank right you. here on WHI. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Welcome back to Auto Talk. Thanks for hanging in with us today. Uh, we are going to jump to the lines. Uh, Dave and Jan right here on Auto Talk every Saturday. Going out to Larry. Larry, in are you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome How to Auto are Talk, you? Larry. I'm on speakerphone. Just a minute. Sure. Okay. We are too. <laughs> How, right, can we help you? How can we help you today? I have a 2002 Honda CRV that, in the cold mornings, when I started up, the dash lights and the you know odometer and the, everything on there does not work, and it makes a kind of a clicking noise not like the battery when it's slow but it, 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 it's a little different than that and as soon as the car is warmed up everything goes back the way it's supposed to be that's how i so, work too when i warm up I, I get a lot better sometimes but yeah in regards to your vehicle so i just want to clarify the car the engine actually starts but you're saying nothing oh, yeah. Nothing on the dashboard is present. There's no check. There's no lights. Nothing comes on. Uh, there's a, a brake light that comes on and flashes on and off. Okay. And then uh, uh, the lights behind the dash that lights it up will blink on and off once in a while. And then, like I said, within within a couple of minutes of getting uh, not the the cab's not uh, warm, but it's it's just warm enough that it it warms up something that it starts working all right that's right so you, you're you're on the right trail and what i don't know exactly the fix that we're going to have until we get there but where we would start or i would start is with that vehicle cold i'd want to have it overnight in our shop outside uh -huh. and we would duplicate the symptom first but while we're doing that uh, we would have a scan tool on it and this is of course an 18 year old vehicle if you said a 2002 sure. But we would have yeah. a scan tool on it, and we would be watching it. And we're also going to be on it with at least uh, an oscilloscope or a digital voltometer out at the main fuse panel connector because we want to see what's going on electrically. My guess would be there's some corrosion that's not visible during a normal service maintenance or maintenance service uh -huh. visit. And as soon as, to your point, that engine bay warms up enough or there's enough vibration from everything moving around, it reconnects and we get all our lights back on. And it's kind right. of funny. So our previous caller had an electrical question like that. And usually, you know, 80% of the time, these kinds of problems are caused by corrosion that builds up over time, which mm -hmm. causes a poor connection, which causes high resistance in a circuit, which causes the loss of whatever's going on. So right. um, if you haven't, if I don't know if you're checking it yourself or if you take it to someone, uh, but that would be the process, and it certainly can be diagnosed, I would say, within a couple hours. Right. Okay. 
Hey, I used to work for part-time at Tom's Ohio when it used to be in that building. <laughs> back in, <laughs> well, good for back you. Well, then you know us very well. Hey, well, thank you. For, I worked there. <laughs> wow. You, uh, yeah. you were there a little before me, so. Yeah, but it's still yeah. alive and kicking. Oh, it is. And uh, stop yep. by sometime. We'll go over some of the old uh, photographs together and laugh and have a cup of coffee. Love yeah. to do that. Yeah, his well, brother Art and I worked together at nighttime, and uh, uh, I knew Art very well. Yeah, got it. Got yeah. in trouble a couple of times with Tom. Something <laughs> 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 well, he didn't like. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Tom yeah. was a great guy, and we are yeah. sure happy to have known him. And uh, yep. you know, his legacy lives on. That's but right. Yeah. Thanks, Larry, yeah. for your call today. You have a great healthy, new year, Larry. and and let Thank us you. know about your vehicle. We'll bring it in. We'll be happy to fix it for you. Take care. Thank All right, you. folks. Uh, quick, you, do you have yeah. a couple of those recalls you want to mention? To I do. Do I real quickly? Um, I mentioned them, of course, in a Facebook uh, streaming feed. But folks, if you're driving a, a 2017 to 2020 uh, Tundra, and you've got dim front turn signal lights, uh, maybe some, you know, go check them, or somebody in your, the shop where you go should have checked them. That's actually a wiring issue, and that is a recall. So if you're driving that vehicle, if you're driving a 17 to 19. Uh, Ford F-Series, of course, the Super Duty. Everybody drives an F-Series. This is the 6.7 diesel, which there's a ton of them out there. Maybe you got a flickering oil light coming on that doesn't make sense. It's intermittent. That's a PCM reflash. You need to get that back to the dealer and get that done. Um, or maybe you got a Chevy Spark. A lot bigger years here, 2014 to 19. Got some issues with transmission problems. Again, a recall. Get it back to the dealer. Speaking of recalls, we're going to be recalled here next next week. We're going to come back see you again. Thanks for following us live on Auto Talk. Thank you very Please. much. Everybody Thank stay you. safe out there. Have well, a everybody great week. On. We'll see you next Saturday at noon. Take care. Bye, everybody. WHIO Dayton. WHIO FM Pleasant Hill. A Cox Media Group station. Powered by Back to Business IT. Take care of your business. We'll take care of your IT. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.